Good evening. I'd like to welcome you all here to Spirit Rock. I'm obviously not Jack Cornfield, and my name is Dale Borglum. I'm the director of the Living Dying Project, a nonprofit that's based in Fairfax that offers free of charge one-to-one spiritual support to people with life-threatening illnesses. Uh, I wrote a book called Journey of Awakening with Ram Dass, Danny Goleman, and Dwarka Bonner. It's a meditator's guidebook. And the Living Dying Project is actually the first organization in the Western world to promote conscious dying. And even though people think my work is about guiding people who are dying, Really, it is about transformation of consciousness. Everybody, even someone who is approaching death, wants to heal. They want to be whole, they want to be free. And yet, someone said that the most amazing thing is that everyone is going to die, yet everyone acts as if they were not going to die. So I find that in my work being around people who are approaching death, many of them are deeply willing to open to the Dharma. In the Buddhist teachings, there are what are called the four mind-turning truths. And these are truths that are contemplated in a retreat setting or in one's daily life. And they are truths that turn our lives toward the Dharma. The first truth 
is that you will die, but you don't know when. Obviously, we all know that intellectually. However, if, in fact, you and I know that in our heart of hearts, in the marrow of our bones, that we will die and we don't know when, how will it affect the way we meditate together starting in a few minutes? How will it affect this next breath that you take? The film critic Roger Ebert, who recently died of cancer, wrote an article about how cancer had changed his life, and he said, as he was typing this article, that he didn't know whether he would be alive at the end of the sentence that he was typing. So, we're a rather sophisticated group of Northern California meditators. We know we're going to die, and we don't know when. But don't we assume that it's probably not going to be tonight? That it's not going to be before the meditation is done? But if, in fact, we didn't know we would be alive at the end of this meditation, could we plunge into an investigation of the truth so wholeheartedly that we were willing to have who we think we are die in the process. One ancient Buddhist master said, one should meditate as if your hair were on fire. And he was probably someone with a shaved head, I would guess. (laughs) (laughs) The other three mind-turning truths are, life is precious. This is the only moment in which we can awaken. Having a human birth in which we are strong enough physically, we're clear enough mentally, we're living in a country that's free enough to allow us to do this, we have enough money that we're not preoccupied with starvation or feeding our children or things like that, that we can come together and do this practice, is a very rare human opportunity. Life is precious. The third mind-turning truth is that there is karma. What we do, what we think, what we say has a real effect in the world. And the fourth mind-turning truth is that there is dukkha, unsatisfactoriness, often poorly translated as suffering, that when we act with grasping, then we will suffer. So if we take these four mind-turning truths and we gather them almost as a bouquet, you will die, but you don't know when. Life is precious. This moment is precious. What we do really does have an effect, even what we think. And if we grasp, if we reject, if we act unconsciously, we create suffering in our lives. So can we then let these truths not just be interesting and wonderful ideas, but actually let them penetrate into the core of who we are as we now begin to meditate? So please come to what is sort of jokingly called a comfortable sitting position. 
whatever that might mean to you. As we all know, during meditation practice, sometimes difficult thoughts, emotions, sensations arise. And it is very useful to have strong motivation for practice to carry us through those more difficult times. So let these four mind-turning truths, then, as I suggested, Begin to penetrate into who you are. This next breath, as you breathe out the last out-breath that you may ever take. This next in-breath, birth, the first breath you are ever taking. Being that fully in the moment, And let this motivation then inspire you to invoke from your heart of hearts that which you most deeply trust, most deeply love. The triple gem of Buddha, Dharma, Sangha. The mother, the Christ. In fact, your own true nature invoking in the sense of realizing that we are not practicing alone. My practice supports you. You support your neighbor. And all beings who have ever stepped foot on this path and are on it at this moment, their practice supports each one of us. trusting our true nature so that we can begin to allow the mind and the body to arise without the incessant need to grasp, to understand, to manipulate. Whatever it is that may arise is the perfect unfolding of your karma in this moment, that which is ready to be met, to be embraced, to be healed.
clear awareness of that which arises, the beginning of a thought, the beginning of an in-breath, the space between an in-breath and an out-breath, trusting deeply the process of being with whatever may arise in the flow of your experience. Letting awareness deepen into its natural fruition as compassion with passion so that you meet experience with mercy, with spacious heart. No matter what the content of experience, even a critical mind, an agitated mind, a painful body. Each moment an opportunity to open your heart even more deeply to that which is. As simple as just loving it the way it is.
nothing to accomplish, nothing undone, trusting the wholeness of each moment. The effort, merely the effort to surrender into the moment rather than any effort to fix, to change, to manipulate, to understand.
die but you don't know when. Life is precious. What you do think or say has a real effect. Acting with attachment creates suffering. Motivation to be fully present. Meeting experience with a compassionate, spacious heart, boundless heart, heart large enough to include all the suffering in the universe.
Sean will now make a few announcements. Can people hear me in the back? Great. Uh, pretty powerful meditation. This might be the last time I ever do announcements. Um, there's a lady here who's looking for a ride to San Francisco. Um, preferably is it outer Richmond area? West Portal area? Okay, West Sunset, um, or anywhere in San Francisco, if anyone's going down there afterwards. Uh, this lady in blue um, is looking for a ride. Oh, great. Nice. Thank you. Uh, also, there's a grand marquee with its lights on in the parking lot. Um, we have a few upcoming class series starting. Uh, Mark Coleman is teaching a class series on Tuesday nights on Essential Buddhist Teachings. It's part two of the three-part series. Uh, it's ten weeks. You can take uh, the parts out of order or multiple times. Uh, it's going to be here on Tuesday nights, uh, starting on January 21st, um, in person, or you can do it online. So um, we're trying to expand our online offerings um, for people around the world who wish to partake in the teachings. Um, another online class, it's only online, Sally Armstrong, who's a senior teacher here, is... Um, doing a class on an introduction to insight meditation. So that's uh, five Tuesday nights. I think it's during the night. I don't have the times here. I assume it's at nighttime, starting also on January 21st. Uh, this Saturday, uh, James Barras and Aaron Sellover will be here on, uh, for a day long called Feeding Your Demons. Transforming Our Suffering into Compassion. It's a very powerful practice um, developed by Lama Sultram Alioni. And we have a bunch of free books, free Dharma books on the back table, uh, donated by local monasteries. So feel free to grab uh, the books. I'll put out some more. It looks like uh, some titles are already taken.
So thanks for being here tonight, and we'll uh, reconvene here in about 15 minutes. Let me just make one announcement. And also on the book with on the table with the free books, there are announcements about some conscious living, conscious dying weekend workshops that I'm, te I'm teaching the next weekend, this coming weekend in Berkeley, weekend after that in Santa Rosa, weekend after that in San Anselmo, skip a weekend and then the middle of February in San Francisco, and these all offer CEUs to psychotherapists, nurses, and social workers. As well, I facilitate some ongoing small groups, uh, Tuesday afternoon and Tuesday night in Santa Rosa, Wednesday night in Mill Valley, and uh, Monday night in Oakland, although that might be flipping over the Golden over the Bay Bridge to Thursday night in San Francisco instead. But anyway, there's literature about that on the table with the books. And we'll meet again in 20 minutes. Thank you. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.